You're listening to Mike Dell's World with your host, Mike Dell, from Mike Dell Studios. This is a Mike Dell production created by Mike Dell. Mike Dell. And thanks, Mark. This is Mike, and you are listening to Mike Dell's World for uh, National Podcast Posting Month, Day 3. This is episode 368, and today we're going to talk about when is it time to junk a car. You know, when is it time to uh, let your old car go? You know, it's nickel and diming you to death, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I have two examples going on right now. Uh, one is my trusty, rusty uh, loser cruiser, my uh, old well, it's not so old. That's the other thing. Both these are 2006. It's not that old. Come on, you know. But uh, this this uh, van of mine, it's a 2006 Dodge Grand Caravan with rust everywhere. Well, not everywhere. It's rusty around the edges, and the back hatch is pretty rusty, and the hood's kind of rusty, but I've got it covered up with a bug deflector. Yeah, that's really cool. That is a cool, cool car, you know. Uh, Allstate, I don't know if it's Allstate, some commercial for uh, insurance where uh, the, the old lady's on the, on the rotary dial phone trying to get a hold of the insurance company because her son got in a wreck. Well, that van that her son's driving is exactly the same van I have. <laughs> it's not cool, but it is extremely useful. And that's why I don't really want to get rid of it. Uh, now we have another van, a 2012 Dodge Caravan, and it's much nicer and, you know, just as utilitarian, I suppose. The thing with the old van is, is I don't care that much about it. So, you know, it's great to haul the dogs around in. I can put a, you know, four by eight sheet of plywood if I could afford one, uh, in the back, actually, I think the prices have gone down on those. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, for this uh, office shed thing, I, I hauled a good portion of that, uh, all the construction materials for that uh, in that van. It's, you know, if you can get the door shut, it'll move it. It's, uh, you know, it's quite the utility vehicle. But it's, you know, it nickels and dimes. Uh, you know, not too long ago, I had an idler pulley go out. Of course, that's a, you know, pain in the ass job to fix, but, uh, I did, it took a couple of days, but, uh, you know, like, like I said, it's not my daily driver, so I can leave it sit, and, you know, and work on it when I can, but, uh, got that done. And then, uh, a little while later at, uh, one of the steel, uh, hoses or not hoses, I don't know, the, the ducks for the, uh, cooling system, one of the steel ones, you know, the, the ones that aren't ever supposed to rot, you know, the, the rubber hoses were fine, but the steel one rotted out and rusted out and all the coolant came out on the ground. So I had to get that fixed. That was, you know, three or $400 or whatever it was uh, to have Quinn's do it for me. And every time I bring that van into them for anything, it's like, you really want us to work on this thing? You know, isn't it time for it to go to the junk? And I'm like, well, you know, it just runs so good. You know, it's nothing really, you know, not, nothing rises to the uh, occasion of, you know, it's always under $1,000, you know, to get something fixed on it. Uh, even less than that, you know, under 500 most of the time. 
And it's always, you know, wow, you know, why should I junk it for one another $500 thing? Well, now I've got a, a, a power steering leak, I think. Not sure if it's leaking or what it, what it's doing, but uh, that's it's a weird problem. But uh, if it ends up being the pump, that might just do it because uh, that pump looks like it's a royal pain in the butt to get to. But we'll see. Uh, I hope I hope it's not that. Uh, I hope it's the reservoir, which uh, I ordered one on eBay, not eBay, on uh, Amazon for. I think it was thirteen dollars delivered <laughs> for the whole power steering reservoir. Uh, so we'll see if that cures its its ills, and uh, hopefully it does. It also has a wheel hub that's gone out. I've already bought the part. I just haven't spent the time to put it uh, on. You know, it just makes noise. But you know, again, who cares? Use it to haul stuff around and. So I don't know. I may still keep that. It's got, you know, a little over a quarter million miles. Uh, I, I joke that uh, it's been to the moon. But we'll see if we can get it back from the moon at some point. <laughs> I don't think it'll ever get that many miles, but I don't drive that much anyway. That's the other thing. Uh, but suffice it to say, it's uh, you know, it's, it's on the teetering edge. Anything, you know, if a transmission or an engine goes out on it, it's it's a goner. And, and you know, I'm debating whether I'd even put tires on it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I've got it's got tires that hold it off the off the rims. <laughs> not exactly safe, I would say. But again, I'm not driving it that far. Just driving around town and and whatnot. Actually, for the last couple of months, my neighbor's been borrowing it because she wrecked her car and she goes to Florida and she decided that uh, she didn't want to buy a car right off and she was going to run her motor home, you know, just drive her motor home until she went to Florida. That's silly. Drive the drive the beater van. So that's what she's doing. And then I got another one. It's a uh, 2006 as well. Subaru Forester. And what's kind of funny about the story on that one is I bought it used uh, from a, a guy here in town that, that specializes in Subarus called Car Connection. And uh, I got a decent deal on it. I drove it for a little while. I, I don't know. I don't think it, we had it even six months. And uh, it was Kathy's daily driver. Uh, and I uh, went over to pick her up at her friend's house uh, in the winter, and I wanted to try out the Subaru. I wanted to see oh, how good is this Subaru in the snow. So I'm going a little faster than I should. And of course, when you lose it in a Subaru, you've done lost it. And I slid off the road into the ditch and uh, threw a bunch of little trees and I dented every single panel on that car, roof included. Tore the mirrors off. You know, it was all you know, real minor stuff. <clears throat> but uh, any more body shops don't fix dents; they just replace the panels. So, of course, that instantly totaled the car. And I was like, well, you're kidding me. From four feet away, you can't even tell anything happened other than the mirrors. So I uh, I uh, bought it from the insurance company. They I don't know what they paid. They paid a you know, pretty good chunk of money and then uh, gave me the car back. <laughs> so it was great. And uh, so, you know, I traded that. I put mirrors on it and traded it for uh, a pickup, you know, for to a friend of mine. She, this old it was an old Ranger pickup and it was fun, you know. So I just traded to her, let her drive the Subaru and 
have the Subaru and and she's driven it for, I don't know four five six years now and uh, things now up to two hundred thousand miles and uh, it just recently uh, you know it it, ha- it has developed some issues and so you know she wanted to my wife just got, you know took over the uh, newer van because I got the pickup truck and so we had the Highlander sitting here two two thousand two Highlander that's got pretty low miles and is in pretty good shape. And so well, we we sort of traded it back to Mary for the Subaru again. So I got the got the Subaru, <laughs> and I'm trying to decide whether that one's going to the junk or not. And and there, you know, believe me, we're not making stupid financial decisions here. It's just uh, you know, I'm leaving out all the details of the of the quote unquote trade deal. Uh, but. <clears throat> Suffice it to say, the Subaru's got some issues. Uh, she she hit uh, got or she ran into it with somebody else's. Uh, uh, she ran into it with somebody else's car in the driveway at her house and uh, dented up the fender and front door. But I mean, it still works and it just looks ugly. Took out the headlight, so needed a headlight. Needed a. Uh, Let's see, needed a headlight, needed a, an idler pulley on the engine. I got that done, uh, got the headlight coming from a junkyard out in in Wisconsin somewhere because uh, I'm not going to pay 150 bucks for a Chinese replacement that won't last very long. If I'm going to replace it, I'll replace it with a real one, even though it comes from a junkyard. But anyway, got that on the way. Uh, and then I go to drive it after I get the pulley and – it's got an axle problem, and it's got an exhaust leak. Well, I knew the exhaust leak. That's not a big deal. But uh, now it's got an axle problem, and I don't know if it's the front or the rear or the both, but whatever, they're binding and crunching and everything. And I'm like, geez, you know, I, I could put an axle on. It's not that expensive and whatever, but, you know, it's a 200,000-mile Subaru. What else is going to go wrong with it? And we don't need it. That's the other thing. We were just going to fix it up to sell, but – you know, if I end up putting a thousand dollars in it, I'm not going to get that back because, uh, you know, it's, it's an ugly car. It's a beater with a heater. <laughs> it's got a crunched up front fender and door. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, it, it drives nice other than that, you know, binding up axle, uh, you know, like one of the CV joints or something is bad. I don't know. I got to crawl under there and look, uh, but I didn't realize that. When I was fixing it, otherwise I wouldn't have. Uh, I'm probably going to take it over to Car Connection and have that guy look at it. And say, what do you think? Would it is it worth it, or do you want it for parts? <laughs> so we might do that. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it's so you know. When is it time to just say to heck with it and not put any more money in a beater car? You know, Dave Ramsey always say, you know, keep them going as long as you can. You know, safely. Well. You know, that's part of the problem, you know, with my van, I wouldn't, you know, trust that, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell it or give it to a family, you know, that was going to use it, you know, with a bunch of kids and all that. No, 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 no. But, you know, me driving around hauling lumber and shit, that's fine. (laughs) I don't care. You know, or, uh, you know, just puttering around town. That's fine. All the dogs to the vet, that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, to... To use it as a daily driver is probably not a good idea. By the way, my nephew just uh, finally 
junked my old uh, 93 F-150 that I sold him about eight years ago. It's his high school car, and uh, I don't know, he's, what, 25, 26 now, uh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the fa- frame finally rotted out and broke, broke right behind the cab. <laughs> so it was time. And he knew that. You know, that was, that was another one of those. They just used it around town and, and whatnot. Uh, so that was down in the Muskegon area. But, uh, yeah, that truck finally uh, finally met its maker. And uh, it's at the uh, junkyard, uh, probably, hopefully getting crushed. <laughs> or maybe some useful parts are going to get taken out of it. That was a nice enough truck, too. But, you know, I tend to I tend to run them for a while if I don't wreck them. Uh, you know, like I said, the, the, when we bought the orange van, the newer van, uh, we, the plan was to get rid of the blue one right away. And then it's like, well, why? This is, this is real handy. <laughs> you know. Everybody told me what a piece of junk those uh, caravans are. Well, here to tell you, they're not that bad. Uh, do the basic maintenance on them, and, uh, you know, they're plentiful. There's, you know, hundreds of them. I see them all over the place, and, you know, there are various forms of disrepair, but they're still going. Uh, I had a guy I worked with at the courier company uh, had one. Uh, I think his was like a, a 97 or 98. I don't know. It was a, an older one. But had uh, 450,000 miles on it. Uh, he kept the title in the glove box because he's, you know, next time it broke down, he was just going to you know, sell it to whoever come and uh, towed him home so he can uh, <laughs> get home. And it did. It finally uh, died uh, in Ann Arbor about 250 miles away from home, uh, transmission finally crapped out on it. But, uh, you know, they, they go for a while. He said mine's at 250-something uh, thousand. So maybe uh, we'll still be talking about it next year. We'll see. Anyway, that's uh, the episode today. Uh, yeah, what's it, the third November 3rd. By the way, we did get snow on the 2nd. The episode yesterday was was uh, all about snow in Michigan. Well, our first official snow, it was 0.01 inches as measured at Cherry Capital Airport, I think. Or was it Munson Medical Center? Wherever they, they measure the snow around here. And uh, the only evidence of it here at the house was uh, the windshields on the vehicles that were parked in the driveway. Had a little bit of snow slush on it this morning when I woke up, but now it's uh, severe clear and uh, the sun's beating in on me right now, so uh, it's all good. Everybody uh, have a good day. We'll catch you tomorrow. What is on the agenda for tomorrow, by the way? Oh, current events. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. We'll uh, see how the see how uh, everything shakes out, uh, and uh, we'll. Talk to you tomorrow.